Welcome back, Cardboard Addicts, to another awesome episode here this week, and uh, we have a special guest with us. I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. Are you guys excited about it? I am indeed. Oh yeah, we have for sure. We have Legions of Will on with us today. Going to talk about the game and some upcoming things coming our way for uh, for that TCG. So very excited to hear about that. But how, how's everybody doing? Uh, no complaints here. Cold. Pretty good. Doing well. Did you say cold? I'm not. I'm not cold. <laughs> I'm cold. <laughs> I'm cold. It, it actually just snowed here a lot recently. It's a little chilly here. There's well, no three of us is. live in, in cold areas, and the other two not so cold. Well, I don't know, Grumpy. You're kind of like in the middle. Oh yeah, He's we get all of it. That's what I want to see. There's a kitty there. Is there a kitty? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, we got a kitty, and it's not kitty. suit this time. Yeah, it looks very similar to the heating pad. It does. It looks exactly like your cat's <laughs> suit. <laughs> All orange cats look the same to me. Well, I think <laughs> Sudan's cat's a little chunkier, though. Okay. Yeah. Shots fired. She's so, just she's, old. No, it's, it's a senior. <laughs> thing. It's just there's a lot more to love, you know? You can't talk about her weight like that. <laughs> oh, that's not nice. Well, anyway, yeah, we, nice we have Legions of Will on. Like I said, uh, we're going we're gonna to kind of discuss know a little bit about the game and all that so uh why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about what you got going on and what's coming out and you guys just released a, your kickstarter and all that right yeah yeah so and um we last minute decided to release the pre-orders direct from the website so we nice. um had the whole uh same like setup as kickstarter but direct on the site so yeah we did that um pre-orders closed and November 10th, like mid-November. And then those were received and shipped out and everyone had gotten their orders right around the end of December. So it was a pretty quick um, turnaround. And yeah, so that's insanely fast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, I, I think it's faster than any of the other ones I think I've ever seen. So that's yeah. For real, yeah. I mean, to put it in perspective, I ordered a... Uh, a nice deck box from the professor to community college back in 20, I think it was beginning of 22 and it still hasn't been shipped out yet. So oh, God, wow. Really? <laughs> so, yeah. Out of curiosity, why did you decide not to go through Kickstarter? Um, it was just at the height of a lot of controversy with Kickstarter. So we asked the community, what would they prefer if they wanted us to continue that route or just do it direct? Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, pretty. It was it was a huge majority that said just do it direct. So we just kind of listened to the community and did it that way. Well, I feel nice. like that's it worked easier. out for you too. Yeah, yeah. We wish more I mean, would it, listen to the community. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like you know, as a as a consumer, that's like the easier road to go down too. You know, and there's there's more um, security in doing that versus you know like Kickstarter or anything else like that, as we've seen some. Other TCGs fold, kind of go down that wrong tube. So, but yeah, awesome. that was a that was a big thing because you know there's like the security. It's like the checkout process is you know your typical checkout process. So that I'm pretty sure that's what people are thinking, and so we were able to earn everyone's trust that way. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, um, it's it definitely is different because I mean, like from from a checkout and 
you know, getting your product and stuff like that. Like if you go through your credit card or whatever, I mean, if something happens, you could always just cancel. Um, oh, yeah. Whereas, whereas like with Kickstarter, you're kind of stuck, right? So. Yeah. It seems like a pretty like arbitrary process and they're getting their cut. So <clears throat> I don't know if that's why it complicates things, but <laughs> true. Right. Of course. I know yeah. the other thing with Kickstarter that I don't like as a consumer is whenever you're purchasing stuff, you make your purchase which sometimes that can be confusing depending on how you have your tiers and stuff laid out and then all your add-ons. But then afterwards you get all these updates basically like, okay, finalize your order. And I'm like, but I thought I already did that when I made the purchase. You know what I mean? Like I went through and paid or like submitted a payment essentially. And then it's like, oh, but hey, a month later, check and make sure on backer kid and do this and that, and then update this. And I'm like, Thought all that was finalized when I set up my profile and then made the purchase. I don't understand. They pack on a lot of extra fees yeah. too, I've noticed. And you don't get yeah. that when you go direct to consumer type of, you know, like a website, something like that. You guys are doing directly. So yeah, it true. definitely helps out. Yeah. I've always, I always found it like interesting, like with all of them, you get that. It's like, you kind of said like that survey at the end or whatever, where mm-hmm. they call it a survey, but really it's like you to go in there and finalize, finalize your information. Everything. And yeah. it's like, yeah. I mean, I guess it, it kind of makes some sense, though, because, like, they don't really charge you up front, right? They charge you sure. when the product is ready to... to. Um, they charge you at the well, end not, of the Kickstarter, I thought. Yeah, so, like, yeah. once the Kickstarter is, is complete or whatever, then they'll charge you, which I guess that's a good thing, but, um, yeah, at the like same time, it's like... Yeah, yeah, well, I guess that survey make kind of makes sense as in, like... I mean, if you if you really think about it, like maybe somebody moved or something like that, right? Like you said, so you've got your Kickstarter and you've got your address and all that stuff, and then next thing you know, like you know, three, four, five months down the line, because some of these Kickstarters, like like Ren said, take forever. Mm-hmm. So if you move, you know, maybe that survey is kind of a like, a, hey, just a reminder, make sure you give us your information again, just in case so you get your stuff where you need it. That's a good yeah. point. Yeah, so I guess yeah. that kind of makes sense if you really think of it that way. I still like to make it seem negative, though. I don't. I don't like <laughs> it that. is annoying. It is annoying. I will say that it is annoying unless you particularly needed Kitty. to update your information. Yes. Yeah. The main the main thing that they have is like um, is that that you know with the pre-orders, um, when we were doing it direct, a lot of people waited until the last couple days because I mean mm. why not. Um, you get to pay for it on day 30 and then just wait the, you know, least amount of time. Um, whereas it's with Kickstarter, it's the opposite. Everyone just goes in and they claim their tiers. So the campaign levels are just super high, but then you see those like towards the end of the 30 days start to drop. So the people are more committed, um, when we did it online, mm-hmm. but it also was like for, for the first like two, three weeks, it's like, are people going to pre-order and then like the last 48 hours was like, Oh, here's 50 boxes. Here's 50 boxes. So, so, so how was that for you? As far as, like you said, the first two weeks being rough, like, are people actually going to buy the product? Does that, did that freak you out a little bit? Like, you know, just thinking, Oh man, this is not, it's not as popular as I thought or, or whatever the case may be. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, there's still a minimum to get, everything printed. And I mean, Mm -hmm. I could probably get a single booster box printed, but the price is just going to be, you know, way, way up there. So I, it's, I had to sort of like 
project that, you know, predict, you know, what's, um, what's, what's like a fair price, especially with the tiers. Cause if they were purchasing multiple boxes, then they were getting like discounts, like up to 25%. So it, yeah, it definitely, if, if we sold like just a hundred boxes, it would have probably hurt. And so <laughs> that anticipation at first was uh, yeah, a little nerve wracking, I guess. Do you remember oh, what plus the you want to, you know, you want to know that your game is doing good too. And that's kind of like, you're watching that to be like, <laughs> Hey, where's everybody at? <laughs> well, it's that adrenaline feeling. You want to feel that. Like I put myself out there. I put this, you know, out there, you want that return, you know, and it sucks that you have to wait for that. You know, we put YouTube <clears> videos <throat> and videos up where we go, okay. It's usually bam. And then it trickles off. Mm-hmm. Whereas instead of trickling in, then it bam. That 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 would be agonizing. <laughs> <laughs> um, Probably you, you, you were going to say something, right? Because you got steamrolled. Yeah, Ren just. Said I don't stop. Um, <laughs> I didn't stop either, but yeah. Uh, but I was just asking. Do you remember what the largest order was from all of the orders? Like what the biggest order placed? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so that happened to come in from you know whatnot streamers. Hmm. And yeah, so, you know, they, they do a lot in helping fund the game, especially early on, because um, they take a lot of, I guess, risk, um, you know, for, you know, for, for it is what it is, but definitely, yeah, the whatnot streamers helped get us to uh, a good minimum for the order, like a healthy minimum. Oh, that's pretty cool. Now, they're just curious, were those like whatnot streamers that you were partnered with, or was it just like out of left field kind of thing where you were like, oh, cool, you know, some whatnot streamer that, that purchased it or whatever? Yeah, I wouldn't say like partnered with, but like definitely, you know, streamers that I'm m- more or less familiar with. Um, right. I've talked to them um, like a little bit here and there and um, just more active in the community. So, um, yeah, those, those, those names, like, obviously stood out. And, you know, I don't know about these guys, but I, I like to hop on whatnot every now and then because you can typically, like, if I can't afford a whole booster box, I'll jump on and, you know, grab a couple packs of something from somebody. And there's a couple guys that specialize in these newer TCGs. Um, one in particular that I, I really like and I go to all the time was running, like, this big TCG Palooza type thing where he had just – all these different TCGs out there selling packs for like a dollar or two dollars mm-hmm. and just kind of just selling everything he could. And I think one of the f- number one thing that was selling was um, back alley mages, but the second best selling thing from what I saw, and I was on there for like two hours, mm-hmm. was Legions of Will. <clears throat> and I'm like, oh, wow. every single pack he had sold out. Oh, it was that's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty sweet to see. And at that point, I hadn't even realized that products had gotten to people's hands. Mm-hmm. So when I saw it, I was like, oh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm going to buy some of these too, you know? And it was just <laughs> everybody was – the bidding wars were happening for Legions of Will and Back Alley Mages. And it was just – it was crazy. It was awesome to see. Like some staple TCGs were, were not being picked up like yours was. Like Pokemon, MetaZoo Magic, they were all kind of being looked over for – some of these newer ones. So that was, to me, that was really wow. cool to see. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah was I think we've time. talked about that before 
um, like actually within one of the last couple of podcasts about basically the idea of newer indie TCGs versus some of the staples. And I feel like it's kind of an interesting twist that's happening where people are slowly kind of like, man, I want to try out this new thing. I want to see what this is about. Like I see the art, I see a lot of uh, like diehard people that have been following that TCG or these TCGs here for a while. Um, Cause I mean, we've had legions of will, you know, Anthony here on, what was that like probably like five or six months ago? Yeah. Um, and since then I've noticed a lot more people posting about legions of will, like sharing the artwork, sharing, you know, this, that, or the other. And it's kind of interesting. Cause I'm like, you know, it seemed, I mean, maybe it's just that we're paying attention more to, to legions of will, but like, I'm also following new people that happen to also be following legions of will. You know what I mean? So it's like this kind of like weird community, like interweaving together. I'm just like, interesting so you know i don't know yeah uh, maybe it's us maybe it's us pushing it out there who knows <laughs> probably a combination of but, a lot of different things you know yeah like, well definitely so. the first time the first time uh you were on here anthony i mean like you were you were just getting things going oh, like yeah. it was it wasn't you know like you were a huge you know tcg like some of the bigger ones that are kind of like already had like a following and all that stuff, you were kind of just new to the game, which is pretty cool to see that now, like your, your stuff's becoming popular and everything like that, because, uh, that's always great. I mean, we, you know, we want to back as many as we can and we, you know, try to support as many, uh, TCGs as we can. So now yeah, variety cool. is a good thing. Cause you don't want the way like it is now you got three giants pretty much up to, um, I'll take Yu-Gi-Oh out. But yeah, it's <laughs> you know they're not really a giant anymore. But you want you want to see more variety. You know we want to see all these new TCGs come in, and give these big you know contenders you know a push for their money. You know because I, I heard of price increases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. More competition means less price increases. Mm-hmm. And Magic right now, because that's my main um, background for TCGs. Like I, I play a lot of Magic, and it's mostly what I collect for deck building. But um, they're kind of pushing a lot of players out right now with the sets coming out. Um, like a new set comes out every four to six weeks, mm-hmm. um, and it's just a lot of wallet fatigue. And you know, it, the, then you know all these cards get very expensive, and new players are not really. You know, it's kind of turns into a pay-to-play sort of thing. Um, even with casual yeah. formats, it's like oh, I need the mana crypt if I want to try to play with this group. And um, yeah, yeah, so, I've, um, I mean, I don't follow, I don't follow Magic like all that often, but I have been noticing like that when a set comes out, all of a sudden I see like two or three different new sets, and I'm like where the hell did all these sets come from? Like, are they just dumping out all these different sets all at once? And just like, here you go. You know, it's because it's the coast and Hasbro. Yeah. They, they're just, they're in it for the money and nothing else. They don't actually care about the game. Mm-hmm. They're it's turning like, all of their IPs into cash grabs. Hasbro has been doing that terribly. There's like, let's mm-hmm. massive blast out so much product that it oversaturates the market that people are like, do I collect X Men or GI Joe? Do, I mean, what what do I do here? I don't know. It's Ask like, Logan Paul what he collects. He's <laughs> uh, too busy there in the Royal Rumble. So, uh, I think he's too busy scamming people. Yeah. <laughs> he was on the Royal Rumble tonight, I guess, or something. Scamming and getting scammed. 
from what I Go hear. Figure. <laughs> um, so out of curiosity, how was your uh, your pre-order situation? How were you able to turn it around so quickly? You, I guess, you mm. essentially pre-ordered all the boxes you were going to ship out. Yeah. So I feel like what made such a difference in the the turnaround time was that the set was complete. The art mm. was paid for. Everything was, you know, um, categorized. Like I had a, a spreadsheet of all the cards. Like all the cards were were done mechanics we play tested them it's it was ready to go um so when i i even had submitted everything to the printers preemptively and so while i was waiting for the end of that campaign then i was just you know sent them a message like let's go now like let's start and um you know with the deposit and everything that was necessary i was able to cover that ahead of time and just these little things just made you know big difference yeah i mean as a consumer as much as i love these other tcgs and you know going through the kickstarter and stuff and i've enjoyed the product i've gotten it's kind of crazy to think that i get all hyped up to back the kickstarter i back it you know make all your choices whatever from there you start to anticipate you know every two three weeks depending on who they are they send out an update um you know this is where we're at we're excited to do this so on and so forth but then it feels like at least four or five months goes by to the point where all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I got a shipping notification. What for? And then I'm like, oh, yeah, Kickstarter. That's right. And then I'm like, cool. That's all right. You know, like I forgot yeah. all about that. Um, so that's that's really cool. I think that just hearing that would make me a lot more likely to like want to continue to back you guys with stuff where it's like. Oh, hey, like they take initiative with stuff. I'm not saying you could always do that. Like once you guys get bigger and you're maybe thinking about placing a, you know, $100,000 or 100000 booster box order, you know, you might not be like, all right, let's preemptively jump on that. You know what I mean? Like you might have to like kind of collect some money first. But, yeah. you know, that that's cool to see that like there's initiative being taken and like trust in the community to know that they're going to come through on their end and, you know, make the purchases and, you know, back your product and stuff. So, mm-hmm. um I'm sure the community loved that. You know what I mean? Like that, uh, that quick turnaround, the trust that was taken, you know, if they even think about it like that, but that's how I would. Um, so glad that worked out. Yeah. Does that yeah. make it easier to print to order? Is that kind of a thing? I'm not, I don't think I quite understand how print to order works maybe, but would that make it like easier, like for future sets? Like I want this many and that, that way you get that or you can print that. Or is that something that's like, you have to order a chunk and then hope somebody buys those. Yeah, there's like different, they break it down into like um, quantity tier based tiered pricing. So like um, print to order would be a little difficult unless it was like um, an LGS, for example, that wants to purchase a hundred booster boxes or something. That would be more feasible, um, even though a hundred booster boxes versus 500, there'd be a significant difference in um, the cost of production. So like, obviously the more you buy like the cheaper it gets but when you purchase only a certain amount it's like almost not even worth it especially with shipping costs i mean coming from overseas especially it's mm. um, shipping can yeah. get very pricey um that's another thing actually that sped it up too because you know i paid you know four or five times um the shipping cost because i wanted it here in a week so i could have waited <sighs> 45 days for it to get here and save myself like 75% of what I had put towards shipping Um, or yeah, about that. So, um, but I wanted it as soon as possible. So 
Yeah. I mean, that's, that's cool though. I mean, that's, you know, like I said, that's like initiative and a thought process going into it. Cause I know that's, I mean, that's a big commitment again. Um, but I got a question for you about the printing process. Yeah. Um, I think we've always meant to ask, or at least I have, and I've never thought to. And since it's, we're talking about it and it's so fresh, um, how do you set the pull rates yourself as the person submitting the the order? Like, do you say, okay, you know, we're printing these common cards. This is going to be this many per common card. This, you know what I mean? Like, how does that work? Because I always hear creators talking about like this card is super rare. Like. We haven't even figured out how rare it is yet. I'm kind of thinking, like, that doesn't make sense because you ordered the print. Like, how do you not know how rare it is? You know what I mean? Yeah. So explain us that process, please. Yeah, definitely. So, um, yeah, you can. I mean, at least this is how I did it. And I'm, I'm sure that other people do it this way, too. But um, so I mean, my wife, Emily, who happened to also do some of the art in the game. Um, right. She's much better at statistics than I am. Um, so formulas and statistics, we had a spreadsheet, we broke down the, we used a lot of like statistics and math to figure out how many bases do we need? Like how many of each card type? And then within mm -hmm. that, how many of each rarity? And that helped get us numbers where obviously if we have a certain percentage of rares in the total set, whether we say print this many or not, it's, there's going to be more rares than, than not. So that helped with that and then afterwards we figured out like population numbers like let's have 21 of the rares like 21 of each of the rares you know uh secret rares um 17 of these 45 of those and then yeah we submit that and um once they print everything i just confirmed with them like here's the numbers we submitted what did you actually print based on those numbers like mm -hmm. were there any leftovers did those get scrapped were those sort of just added into the set or into the packs anyways. So I was able to get more accurate numbers mm -hmm. uh, at the end of the production as well, which is pretty, pretty like close, like to, to, you know, off like one or two or something. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So with any of the extras, I guess if they didn't fit and they didn't scrap them, they just like slap them into a box for you to have like almost like as promos or something or like did any um, of that happen? Yeah. Well, yeah, there were, there were two boxes that were still serialized because we did a serialized print run. So mm -hmm. 500 boxes total. Um, two of them, they, I don't know if it was like a box topper thing or um, X amount of packs. I don't know what it was, but uh, two of them came unsealed and just whatever packs were left were in there. So um, I'm pretty sure that's just what they did with the, the odd number of packs. Gotcha. I guess that makes that's sense. Cool, at least, yeah. I've always wondered about that stuff just because, like I said, we've had so many different people we've talked to or, you know, even just watching in their lives or whatever when they're talking about the, you know, the set they just created and stuff. And I'm always just kind of like, how do you not know? You know what I mean? Like, how is there not a, even if it's like not an exact number, but like, hey, we know there should be about 50 of these cards, you know? Should. I'd, I'd imagine so, yeah. I figured they just had a guy in a room that got all the cards and just kind of shook them all up and then put a couple <laughs> on a pack and then it's like he, you got no, a pack Pokemon. of all rares and secret rares. Yeah, that's that's, po that's Pokemon. That's why they all come messed up. <laughs> so since we're kind of talking about the the printing and all that, I have to ask as the you know as a collector here, and I think Zen will want to know too: Are there sheets, uncut sheets? Yes. 
Yeah. Mm. So um, I asked them to send me a few and they sent me like two of each that were made. Like, nice. so there's two Very common cool. uncut sheets, uncommon, rare, um, and then the hollow versions of those because every card had a hollow version. So we're going to collect a con Orlando and we're going to be doing a lot of giveaways and all of these uncut sheets are going to be given away at the convention. There might be a couple that are given away on stream. So people who weren't able to make it to the con can um, still participate in the giveaway, but nice. yeah. Nice. Yeah, I will be there. It's to you too now. Yep. So to you guys. I, well, listen, you guys I'm telling you now, it. if I win it, I'm not giving it to any of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> see, we, we see where the dedication lies. Well, yeah. you know, kind of speaking of the cons, are you guys going to have exclusive promos? Yeah. Um, so I'm also exploring a little bit more with the printing company. So I now I understand the process um, from start to finish. So I'm trying to see what else can we do. So with the Collecticon promo, I'm going to get um, textured foils. So they're going to have a selected nice. hollow with like a texture to it as well. Awesome. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm excited to see how that comes out. Yeah. Well, Do you have any examples of those yet? Like to see what it looks like or no? Um, no, but the they had sent um, like samples to me so I mm. can get an idea before printing. Gotcha. And it's essentially what you would see with, um, I guess, like the trainer cards in Pokemon or with Magic. They had just um, started doing textured foils. So, like, mm -hmm. I had pulled a, a textured Liliana. So, that's the only one I've actually gotten to see. But nice. Um, yeah. Cards. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think we're the well, only two Magic nerds here. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. out of curiosity, uh, like, so, and, and we were, we had talked about this a couple weeks ago, I think, on one of the the episodes where we were discussing like the price increases of Pokemon and stuff like that. And we talked about like, what is the difference between the cost of say like a regular rare card or whatever, a regular card with no um, type of texture or anything like that mm -hmm. compared to like, say a hollow compared to something that's like a full art textured card. Like, would you be able to give us kind of like a little overview of that? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely know that there's like a somewhat significant difference. Um, I don't know exactly though, because like with the booster boxes, everything was um, the pricing was lumped into we're creating a like product. So um, with the promos, I know how much the promos would cost, but I, in order to know, I'd have to get like a non-hollow promo to compare it to. But yeah, definitely. I mean, we did the holographic boxes. I know that there was a, a somewhat significant difference in if we had just done non-hollow boxes versus the hollow. What made you go with the hollow box? No, I'm not really sure. It, uh, <laughs> they're cooler, man. Why yeah. Oh, I yeah, mean, it looks, I agree. looks better, dude. <laughs> I'm just curious, like, what made you go with it? If that was like a community vote or just like a last second, you were like, let's see what that would look like. Yeah, and it might have like, badass. Let's do it. Yeah, it might have came up in, in like within a conversation, and um, the galaxy look on the box figured that'd be cool. And once I, you know, um, I feel like even the printer was kind of threw it out there. Like, is this something you want to do? And I'm like, well, can we? Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> so <laughs> once I found out I could, I'm like, why not? Yeah, why yeah, not sure. do it? 
Hey, yeah. you know, it makes the boxes look flashier too. And we've learned anything from other TCGs. It's people like shiny stuff. So, well, the thing I is, mean, is, we're off this market. shiny cardboard, let alone. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll look at the market now. Each of us in our background. Sorry, man, but it has a booster <laughs> box sitting somewhere. That was cold, man. I'm sorry, but we like because it's just a medium to show a beautiful art, and there could be some yeah, really some terrible ones. And I mean, like really terrible ones. I've seen some bad ones, and I mean, I've seen some amazing ones, and like. I'm going to be more drawn to the one that, you know, flashes in the light, you know, catches the light a little bit more. And I'm like, ooh, shiny. Well, I mean, think about it yeah, in the, sure. the aspect like, of, like, a game store. If you just walk in and you see a bunch of boxes on a shelf or something, it's usually like going to be the ones that have the best presentation are going to be the ones that catch your eye. Speaking of, right here, this is a picture that Legions of Will has on their Instagram. Make sure you check them out. Um, and you've got various boxes. You've got some Dragon Ball Super. You've got Digimon, other Digimon, all that. And lots then and right lots there of Digimon I like. And it's like yeah. you can see. I mean, and this is obviously just a still frame, so it's not quite the same. But you could imagine if this was shimmering in your eye, you'd be like, hey, what's in that box? If you had no idea, right. you know what I mean? And it'd make you a lot more like, hey, you know. And well, if you when you're looting things in a dungeon. game, get a free pack. So, yeah. Double, yeah, yeah. double whammy. I'm going to tell you little this. Things. When you loot a thing in a dungeon, you don't go for the dull thing. You go for the shiny thing. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah, fair enough. This is, this is the box here. Yeah. I, I oh, really yeah, like the hollow good. on that. Looks really cool. That's that's a box that's going to look good up on the shelf. For sure. Yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah, no, I definitely And like I have that. a thing How... for wings. That's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, buffalo wings or any, any specific type of wings? I mean, you're. Yeah. I have a tendency to have char- like angel-like characters, characters with super cool wings. Like one of the I coolest things the I have buffalo. to my collection. Oh, oh, we're not talking about food. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I, I, Ollie, I love me some wings. Give me some good old, you know, meaty wings. But I'm, I'm poor. Hey, I can't hey Grumpy, that. I'm glad. I'm glad I'm over here in this corner, like getting this thing all up <laughs> on my face isn't it a great background he loved it oh man. appreciate appreciate you taking up half the screen with that with that to background. be fair to be fair i'm pretty sure ren chose this last time and we just i totally it. did and i was just gonna let you take the fall man there i but, fixed yeah, it for you i remember it <laughs> there you go the orange or the the orlando collect uh collecticon golly if i can speak um february 25th and 26th um be there, or be square. Yeah, I'm gonna try to make it out to that. Got a uh, got the Hasbula support <laughs> there. <laughs> look, look at this. Another example. Look at this. Yeah, kind of nice. Digimon and K- yeah, Cryptic. Digimon. Another good. Ooh, they one. Got, yeah, they got some the Cryptic down there too. But nice. I mean, now, if you look at these... those boxes, which one catches your eye first? Digimon. Yeah. True. Oh, I'm well, sorry. Sudan, Sudan. <laughs> so this is in Ocala, Florida. This is close to you, sort of, Zen. I guess I don't know where Ocala is, but eh. close enough. That you close should drive there. Yeah, no. Got some amazing artworks here. <laughs> Lilith, great abilities. Oh, yeah. Are we gonna get censored on that? It's <laughs> no, artwork. it's it's art. It's art. Do we have to put a black bar on there? <laughs> <laughs> this is these are the pack artworks here, right? Yep. And then the three wow. theme decks. So 
These look really, really cool. I like this one. Yeah, those do look good. Mm-hmm. What, a pack what is leech. what is the first deck? The white one. Celestial. That's uh, yeah, celestial. It's like an angel themed. So well, there you go, Sudan. I found your deck. Yeah, got a I'll lot of. That is a bunch of wings right there. Yeah, Angels I will destroy you with it too. <laughs> I don't think you will, but we can definitely oh. test that out. Oh, you, you can't even teach me other things. So <laughs> you, you don't take the time to learn. So now, honest opinion, Anthony, how do these packs open? As far as like like, do they open super easy? Because in in our experience, the tear tabs. Do not work the greatest. No, I'm not good at it. I've seen some people just rip right down, and I'm like, how do you do that? I'm always I'm afraid I'm going to rip through the cards or like. <laughs> yeah. you know I, I, mean? I always, I always ruin at least one card. It's, it's all about how you hold your tongue. You got to be like. <laughs> <It's true. laughs> well, yeah, what, what you guys Jordan aren't doing right is you got to use the Beyblade phrase "let a rip" as you're doing it, and that's the key to success. Mm. Uh, Don't know yeah, what the Beyblade guy. Oh this is God. coming from the guy who does ASMR pack openings. No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> he makes the sound. That's, That's, it. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Though. I like this artwork too. The Angel of Protection. One of the secret rares in the set. Oh, yeah, that thing is sick. Well, and one of the things we had talked about a little bit earlier too is, you know, the art being a little bit darker and you can kind of see that, which I personally love. Yeah, it's it's a nice mixture of still being like darker, but like also adding in the waifu effect. So it's got a real like old school Final Fantasy Mitsuhiro Rita when he was doing a lot of the Final Fantasy concept arts. Got that vibe, and I dig the hell out of it. Hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, they're very good. For those who may be tuning in and they're new to this or they're new to Legions of Will, explain us this card that they're possibly looking at, and hopefully you are looking at it if you're on the audio side. We apologize. And they're listening to. Just just break down like you know what everything means, you know that kind of stuff, the yeah. symbologies and such. Mm-hmm. Um, the so in the top right is the cost of the card. Um, so in this case, we have Isrena. It says six, so that's how much it costs to play. Um, that's how much resource you need for it. And in the bottom left, uh, bottom right hand corner, on the left, there's the smaller circle, which is will. And that's you, you're going to roll a d12 when you want to attack with a unit. So as long as the result of the dice is greater than or equal to the will, then that unit can attack. Uh, and then the larger number to the right would be its power and health, essentially. Nice. So and you then have this to roll is the, the rarity the right D12. here, right? Yep, and that's the rarity. So the purple, um, magenta, like 10-pointed star, sunburst, whatever you want to call it, that's the legendary rare, so it's the most rare. Um, gold star is rare. The silver diamond is uncommon, and then the um, bronze circle is common. I kind of like the color coordination with the rarities, too. Mm-hmm. It makes yeah. it, it makes I, it I approve. People get too many gold stars these days. <laughs> it's nice to see gold stars being rare. Yeah, you can't just hand out participation trophies anymore. <laughs> and yeah, the shapes help with the color blindness. Um, people that might be colorblind. Thank you. Look, look at that shimmer. That's the same type of hollow that's on the box, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good. Like, yeah, imagine you walk up and oil. you see that. That's that's gonna catch it's almost like an animated card. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's really like pronounced. Like you can really see that hollow in mm-hmm. most of the cards so well. Yeah. Yeah. Especially under the LED lighting, like in, in my basement, it's just like, this is what it looks like. Then I'll go upstairs to play and I'm like, okay, this is a little bit more modest, but it's still like, <laughs> beautiful hollow to it. You're just like, hold on, let's uh, bring out the LED bar so we can uh, really spice things up here. Okay. Blind your opponent. <laughs> Best play in a black light room. <laughs> play yeah, during this... a rave. <laughs> telling you yeah. seeing these examples of them in the stores looks yeah. really good mm. yeah yeah no i'm very impressed with that hollow for sure even though it's not textured like it looks really good you know yeah cool yeah, I, I dig the pack arts too just those are really good good choices yeah i think i think all of it like just looking back at this picture again like even the um the boxes here this like these are starter decks right so yeah like all of them very much stand out and like they're different from each other and everything. Like I, I feel like if I walked into a store and I was like, man, I want to like find something new. Like this would definitely catch my eye. And then, you know, hopefully there's people there that know how to play and want to play. Um, mm-hmm. That's gotta be the biggest thing I imagine for you now is just trying to build the player base. Because I imagine like if you could build that enough, these are going to stand out when people are walking into their shops and like, Hey, I'm, you know, got this new game to play. Anyone want to like try it out? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, building the player base has got to be the, I guess, the biggest step for you guys. Yeah. And so right now we have um, a couple different things going on. We have a, a weekly standard league. So there's mm. participation points. And um, if you get your wins, you get yeah, some more um, points there. So at the end of this like 10 week season, you can redeem just off participation. You could earn some booster packs. And um, then you have a chance to get like, team decks or even a booster box um, mm. get enough wins in so a lot of people um, it seems like each week there's another you know one or two players that are joining in and a lot of them are even coming from the LGSs that are hosting play events mm. and um, so yeah they're teaching new players and you know they're joining the discord and checking out the game and playing with people on uh, on TTS yeah, you guys, if you ever want to join in on this, there's it ends March 11th. So you've got uh, like a month and a half or so, or maybe a little under that, um, to get in there and uh, get some points going and stuff. So mm-hmm. might have to consider it. Yeah. yeah. I'll be checking it out. I love gameplay. <clears throat> it's like what draws me into a game big time is gameplay. So He's supposed to be our breakdown teacher here. of all these games, but he's he's kind of behind I'm teaching. Yeah, he's us. got a backlog of games he's supposed to sit down with us. <laughs> I don't I don't think I have any kind of backlog. You guys are capable of learning games and I've put out some videos to help teach you some of these no, games. No, we so. we want live interaction. Uh-huh. You, you know this is part of the you know contract. We need our, you podcast. know we need our hands held. We need our hands held. <laughs> All right, you you know what? How about this? Maybe maybe in the future we can get on and do like a live demo of Legions of Will and you know, I'll be the only one who knows how to play at that point, and I'll just kick everybody's ass. <laughs> That's basically what happened when we played Pokemon. So I'm, That's what you know, happened I'm when we played anything. <laughs> That's, card games, yes. Other yeah, games, yeah. you know, video games, I'm probably the master. But I don't know. I, you were kind of weak in Halo, so. <laughs> this guy. <Ooh>. This guy. <laughs> is this the uncut sheet? Oh, no, this is the boxes. That is, uh, that is an uncut sheet of the booster box. 
That is unique. Oh, wait, what? There's an uncut sheet of boxes? Yeah. Whom has okay. this created how, these collectors? How do I niche? win that? How do I put my name Look on the at top that. of the list? <laughs> Look at that. That's actually really, really cool. That's, do you, that do is you cool. have this? Yeah, I have I have it. This is going to be one that I'll probably run um, in the Discord, if anything. So this one might not go to the con, but I'll be running that one. Oh, wow. wow. So you're doing, a, I guess, a giveaway for this. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's I like bad. it. I've never seen an uncut or, I guess, unfolded box. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it when they sent it to me. When I asked the uncut <laughs> sheets, like, they were like, It's pretty go. cool, though. Yeah. <laughs> You didn't specify I, what you meant. You so. can order them from uh, UPS or USPS all the time. They'll send you a whole bunch of unfolded boxes. <laughs> Not the same. Not the same uh, at all. It won't be as pretty. Artwork here. I like how you have the artwork, like, you know, the card, what it would be with, like, a bigger version, like an extended, essentially, there. I like that. It's, it's a good way cool. to show them off. And Any now, what are these for? A jumbo for... version of cards. Like, I think too many people disregard the, the 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 jumbo cards no <laughs> wow. so what is what is this for the people who are, are new this is what as far as the game goes okay so this is one of the bases because you have three bases that act as your like lifeline basically and um so yeah this the bases have defense capacity and resource stats so you gain your resource at the beginning of your turn. The bases have a certain amount of damage that needs to be dealt in order to destroy it. And then the capacity is how many permanents you could attach to it, being units, upgrades, and traps. Um, if you can get all three of them you know, destroyed, then you would win the game. Mm. Nice. Is it making sense, Ren? Do you need us to break it down for you? <laughs> Not the one that needs it broken down. <laughs> I yeah, tell you what, so though, it's, it's, it feels like it's kind of a cool combination of a bunch of other games, too. Mm -hmm. You know, it definitely seems like it has some magic elements to it. So definitely, it's yeah. definitely making me want to play it more. Mm -hmm. And then how does this one here that we're looking at, the Raise the Dead? Yeah, this, um, this is an action. Some actions have redeems. Uh, so redeem is you pay the resource cost in case, in this case, zero and discard it. And if you have less than the maximum hand size, you get to draw the difference. So essentially it turns out that whenever you play a card, you draw a card. So nice. then you get this sort of like, um, yeah, like multi-layering like effect. And um, it, it's pretty cool. Some of these cards, like this card is a little pushed, um, but you know, I'm getting that out there with the first set, make it interesting, dial it back a little bit. Um, this is one of the definitely if there was a power nine, this would be one of them for sure. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. And what's also cool is, uh, you know, we on Sundays will play singleton like multiplayer games. So mm -hmm. you actually could um, play like a four person game. So if you're familiar with magic or commander, you yeah. have yeah, you have the politicking and all that stuff that goes along with it, and, and it's just more of a casual thing, and it's a lot of fun. So is is that going to be like an official format later on that you do some some type of, maybe not commander per se, but some type of multiplayer format? Yeah, yeah, it, seem, it seems to work out pretty well right now. I mean, our, our, our deck requirements for a, a standard deck would be a minimum of 40, 
And then so we've been doing for Singleton, no more or no less than 60 cards with one of each card um, or no more than one copy of each card. And just that alone seems to work out. Um, yeah. That's all. So like when I get with my play group and, and we play games, cause we're big on magic and nostalgics and uh, not so much Pokemon anymore, but those games, you know, you, there are multiplayer st- uh, formats that you can play for it. And that's kind of what really drew us into games. Into yeah. really- so when we get together every when or every Thursday and sometimes on Saturdays, that's what we want to do. Instead of just playing like standard, you know, one v one, we yeah. like to play the group format. It might take a little longer, but it's you. You know, you include everybody in, and it's just a lot more fun. So, mm-hmm. having that alone, I think, is going to appeal to a far larger player base than just having a one v one. Definitely, yeah. Not a whole lot of people are super into the competitive aspect of it. Um, I know I'm not really into that as much. I used to be into, you know, standard and modern with magic and now all I play is commander. So that's kind of, yeah. So I, that's, that's what I, I want to play with a group of people. I want to kind of relax a little bit. Maybe I want to experiment with some, um, different deck ideas and I don't really get that in the competitive aspect, but so, yeah. Definitely, uh, with magic, for sure, one thing I've learned is there's too many sweaties. So, <laughs> so speaking well, it of feels magic... like in the competitive, uh, competitive realm, I'm going to continue here, from the competitive realm, people just want to get done as quick as they can, whereas we're in the group sort of format. You guys can kind of have a little bit more fun, which makes it a more of a, a, more of a playful environment, which allows you to have more fun uh, versus the, the competitive. Like That's where I get it. It's just like, you don't get to know your opponent usually. You kind of just kind of like, up, oh, get out of here. Yep, get out of here. At least for me, I beat them all so easily. So, but <laughs> you know, okay. this guy. <laughs> no, I mean he's he's right though. When when you're playing casually, like you get to enjoy it more. You get to, oh, as as another player, like you get to see more decks, more cards being rotated in different things mm-hmm. where in competitive as well and you see it a lot in pokemon especially they're really bad for it you see the same decks or at least the same one format or another over and over and over again and i I think having a more casual gameplay like a commander or like some type of multiplayer can really help open up creativity for decks because there's not going to be one deck that rules them all now Mm -hmm. because you know two other decks can combine to beat that one deck so now you got to try to balance yeah. it out a little bit and i love that i i think that's awesome you can yeah. speak now grumpy <laughs> um, well so i was thinking about this when you guys were talking about um magic coming out with too many sets and that pushing the player base away uh or fans at least i don't know about the player base but um i've been think- thinking the same about even pokemon and they do what about a set a quarter plus their japanese side so like two to three however many per quarter um do you know right now like what kind of i guess in a year how many you plan to put out um in general and then if there's going to be anything like subset wise in between those or you know holiday plan whatever's yeah right now the idea is to get another set in hand and delivered to everyone to you know um check out and enjoy uh around july august 
So mm -hmm. that would give us about a six, seven month, you know, gap with pre-orders being um, a month or two, like be opening up like two months before and then 30 day production. So um, I'm so far, I'm guessing that it's going to be like a six month interval. So um, biannually, mm -hmm. uh, but I wouldn't do it any more than quarterly. I, I feel like after that, then things really get to, you know, if I don't get like th at least like three or four months in between a set, I start to get a little burnt out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's kind of like I think the Celtics is doing that. They have the two sets yeah. a year, but they have their shards coming to kind of give extra product mm -hmm. into the, it's the big metas and such. That's yeah, kind of right. cool. Cause then you don't create the fatigue that people are following through. Right. Know, true. I'll point this out. The whole getting the Japanese side, getting the English side, that's your own fatigue. That that's a collector's thing. I don't think that's really happening in the player space. True. Just have to point that yeah. out. That's that's the thing. Like I'm, you know, I'm not a player of any kind, so I don't really have that. Like, oh, I want like fresh cards to like run through a deck or anything. But like as a collector, I definitely feel that, and I can see though, like the catch to both sides. So the fun aspect, if you're someone who's willing to drop money and just continuously drop money with like, say Pokemon, for example, and like Sudon pointed out that being more of a collector yourself being fatigued with the English and Japanese and potentially other languages too. I mean, if, if you care to go that far in, in depth with it, I know, you know, multiple of us here have done that, but I can see like both sides to it to where you're like, man, like I, I feel like I'm always ready for the next set. And sometimes it's like two sets ahead even. Whereas if you're too slow with putting out sets, I would say there's a sense of like, ah, okay, like I'm ready for the next thing. You know, I kind of would like to see like what's going to come with the next one, I guess. Like, you know, I feel like there's probably a good gap, at least probably three months you would want. So like quarterly, like we said, mm -hmm. um, but definitely I think, you know, if you went under that, I mean, unless you were doing something that was like a small kind of like Sudan pointed out with the secret shards where it's like, it's just a monthly pack, basically. It's not, yeah. you know, a big thing, and you're not gonna not get everything other than if you put in, a, say, like a secret rare to it. You know what I mean? Um, so, you know, but I guess it's, you know, that'd be something you could always talk to with your community and kind of get that feedback. And that's one thing, like the good thing of where you're at right now is, you know, you can actually listen to your community. Like it's not like if Pokemon put out a thing, you know, probably would be really hard to take that feedback really because there'd be millions of different inputs you know what i mean yeah, like, you know, and half of them are probably bots you know just saying <laughs> something weird like go subscribe <laughs> so it's like you know i don't know do you, you want to be idea. famous yeah <laughs> pick for pick yeah no I, I i think the two sets a year thing when you're starting off is is a really smart play so and it gives people yeah. a chance to really get into the game and learn the sets that are out, you know, like your big set, you know, gives, you know, plenty of time to really dive into it, figure it out. And then by the time your second set comes around, people are ready for a change. So, yeah, I, I think that's a good, I think it's a good move. Yeah. So also, speaking of that, I won't steamroll you this time. Go for it. No, no you go ahead. <laughs> My, mine is a transition. So do yours before. I don't even remember what I was going to ask now. Golly. It was something about the meta and like creating like. Yeah. Do you ever plan on doing like uh ban list or reserve list or anything? Right now there's two cards that are, I guess like restricted or, or something. Um, so there's a take an extra turn card. So that's limited to two in a deck. 
and um, there's a card called Deluge, and that prevents uh, a base from producing resource that turn. So that's limited to one, because running four copies of that, you could just very easily shut out your opponent for the first yeah. couple turns, and it just feels so bad. And uh, in play yeah, four people was, doing the same thing. Yeah. Now, uh, in your playtesting, have you had any, like, uh, uh, I know Ran used to follow the Flesh and Blood stuff pretty heavily, mm -hmm. um, and he was going to be our, our resident master of Flesh and Blood, but I guess he gave up. Um, but he had Man. said at one of the big tournaments, there was a one play, like an opening play victory. Have you had any of that with your playtesting? Um, there were cards that I had to while playtesting i was like i'm like i know that this is you can break this very easily and then um <clears throat> once i you know figured it out i'm like okay now we have to like dial this back but currently for what's printed um the 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 easiest win um would be this card demonic temptress and it's it's an uncommon but um it it's unblockable if you have like smaller units can't block her and that's typically what you're going to get out early on so you just kind of have to like learn that like okay demonic temptress is a thing and there's tons of answers to it there's tons of ways to prevent it but that has the best potential to get like a you know turn three win or something like that you heard it here first folks <laughs> at least it's not a turn one yeah <laughs> now, i have a question it's it's popular in some tcgs but not in all uh, you got nostalgics with their gamatron you got Yukio with their raw and all the dra the gods come together. Do you have a mechanic of sorts like that that you're, you're looking to put in or already in there, like multiple cards to create a bigger card? And let's go Voltron. As, as far as like a, it makes up like one like card, like the effect combines into one thing, or is this like a piece it all together? You win the game, Exodia sort of thing. Yeah, Exodia kind of thing. That um, <laughs> I like those like. If this, then you win the game. But I haven't implemented it yet, and I want to be pretty strategic about it. Like, right now, dealing damage directly to a base, like being able to essentially lightning bolt a base, seems very powerful right now. I want to have an effect that does that, but I need to just be strategic about it. Like, I can't have lightning bolt a base. Um, but maybe if I can have them jump over some, you know, hurdles and... I could do something like cool like that. Interesting. It'll be, yeah, it'll be very interesting to see how you implement that in the future. Yeah. It's kind of cool. <laughs> so I had a question based on the fact we had talked about the next set, and that made me think about the fact that on your Instagram you have the uh, mm -hmm. roadmap. Um, so this right here is showing the 2022 kind of like what was supposed to happen month by month. Um, Yes. And then we've got the 2023. Just real quick, I, how do you think your 2022 went as far as, you know, the goals you had set maybe at the beginning and like how you went as far as achieving them? And then how, I guess, based on that, like what you're expecting with this year? Yeah. So, I mean, looking back at it, it all kind of like flew by really quickly. And you can see like you guys, um, we, we had our um, episode in Ju July. Um, sure we are. And that's also when we hit 1000 instagram followers so that was i guess like a big turning point with the game we had sample packs just came out a lot of cool stuff happening at that point yeah um, i so, know yes. you had sent us the sample packs too um mm -hmm. 
And then I think you had come out with more sample packs like right after that, uh, I yeah. believe. Uh, those are the yellow packs, if I remember correctly. The the yellow ones were the first ones, and okay. the they were black were the second ones. Yeah, that's the one you sent us, the black ones. Okay, yeah, those came yeah. out like right then. Okay, um, so I guess looking at this year's, mm-hmm. um, you know, I don't know if you want to break this down. You don't have to go through every single detail if you don't want, but you know, right. I guess just kind of give us the lay of the land here for this year, what people can expect. Yeah, and what and again, what we've already accomplished as well. I mean, there's, um, you know, you can get cards graded with AGS, for example. So here's an AGS slab. Ooh. Um, so you can have. I got a couple of them here. So I got the angel and uh, have the. How can I? All each and nine five, which is kind of cool. Um, so these are just examples, <laughs> though. Right. And um, so AGS and a few others like Degree and Revolutions, um, there's talks with the more popular ones like Beckett, CGC, and PSA. Um, but for collectors, I know, I know that's, that's a pretty huge like milestone there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so in 2023, we have, you know, the LGS promotions, which is what we've just accomplished and it seems to be working out great. There's a lot of store owners who you know, said similar things like talking about how great the boxes look on the shelves and that's attracting players. There's been a few different events where they've had you know, 14, 15 plus people participating in a learn to play. And, you know, and I can tell because I'll, you know, just all of a sudden there will be like five or six people just joining in the discord and asking questions like, what happens if I do this? What what happens here? And um, learning the game a lot more and joining us on the weekly league. So um, January for the LGS promotions is, was like a good kickoff to the 2023. Um and so, you know, we have Collecticon in February. So it's the mm-hmm. end of the month. And essentially throughout the rest of the year, there's just going to be a lot of community engagement. Um, the second set, which is tentatively named just Atlantis for now. Um, yeah, that releasing in August with pre-orders happening in around, you know, May, June. And... Um, the the weekly leagues just continuing throughout the year with prizes and just giving players a place to engage and play and then yeah we have some uh promotions going on um i'm excited for the halloween one there yeah yeah i already have a, a little idea for that and um there's there's an easter one in april too for our holiday promos oh that's pretty cool yeah, which which is gonna be fun because uh, we have the Easter egg holiday promotion slash event, so mm-hmm. um, an Easter egg hunt essentially, perhaps. Um, <laughs> and then yeah, at the end of the year, the third set um, tentatively named Science for now. So I have Science. Yeah, <laughs> the war is pretty much drafted out for the next. Um, for the first five sets at least and i'm just you know coming up with all these card ideas for them and i'm just really looking forward to getting all these different cards out there so you Very only cool. have collecticon orlando shown are mm-hmm. there other cons you're like we may go to this one but you don't want to announce anything yet or is it kind of just like you want to knock this one out and then you know 
you may go, you may not play it by ear, or you don't want to at all go to any more cons. Like, what's the deal? Yeah, I would like, as far as Collecticons, I'd like to have some sort of, like, representation at um, the, was it Dallas-Fort Worth? I believe it's mm. Dallas-Fort Worth. And then the one that's in North Carolina. So those are the Charlotte two. That I, yeah. Those are the two I'd really like to um, have, like, representation at. And then as far as other cons, I know there's some TCG cons. Um, I believe there's, like, one in Ohio someone was mentioning. So there's some more that are closer in the upper northeast area. Mm-hmm. Now, do you ever try to go to, like, the Comic-Cons or anything? I mean, I know that's not quite the same scenery there, but, like, I know you guys have the New York Comic-Con. Have you, like, thought about going to those and basically just, like, having, like, free little, like, gift box type things you could hand out or even set up a vendor station there? Yeah, yeah. I know last year, um, what is it, the Ocala Comic-Con? Mm-hmm. So we had um, one of the people helping out. Um, his name's Andrew. So he was he was just walking around and handing out um, cards and packs and stuff. So that's what we did last year. So I mean, if I know um, these booths can sometimes be really difficult to get. So I mean, if we can't, very get expensive. Food, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they go like that, like you know, overnight they'll all be sold out. So um, some sort of representation would be great, whether it's a booth or just you know we're walking around. But Orlando is going to be great because we have two booths set up. We have these giant like five foot banners and uh just this beautiful spread like i'm really really excited to see how that looks yeah it's gonna be up to zen and ren to get us those promos (laughs) (laughs) gotta hold it down boys we'll see uh so i have a question for you so like going back to your your previous set um are you expecting to print more of it or is it pretty much done as far as like booster boxes and stuff yeah, it seems like it, this might just be the only print run for it. Um, mm. Originally, the idea was to have uh, a first edition version of it. And mm. so if that is, um, again, this is probably going to be like a community um, driven thing. So if I've heard both sides, it doesn't seem like there's anyone's like, there's not really a majority decision on this yet. So it's kind yeah. of open ended, but um, if the the potential to do a first edition is there because um, the branding on the packs and everything like that, there's things will make it exclusive. Maybe they won't be serialized with the first edition. Uh, probably not. And there might be a couple other things to make it appeal to the collectors, but also give the players another opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, but regardless, certain cards are going to be reprinted like, um, in general, just like in, you know, in magic, you might, it's been a few sets and we really need another print of this one specific card for, for playing. Um, so there'll be things like that. It's pretty nice. cool. I like the first edition stamps myself. Um, mm. but I can understand why, you know, not everyone wants to slap that on there because like you said, with the collectors, it's like people eat that stuff up and next thing you know, they try to, you know, forge pricing and stuff. And you're kind of just like, it's not that deep, man. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> but, honestly. Um, so I'm, I'm more for it for, you know, just at least for this first set because it's such, it's, um, it's, it's so early on still. And mm-hmm. so say we're at set three and no one ever got a chance, like, to get in on the first set, especially as a player. Um, I'm open to the idea of doing a first edition set for the players, really. And, um, but I guess we have to see what the community 
wants ultimately. Right. So if for anybody that may have missed um, the pre-orders and all that stuff and couldn't get their hands on anything, is there, do you have any recommendations for folks to be able to go out and grab some product? Um, yeah, I know. That but, may still be out there. Yeah. I mean, definitely I've shouted out the LGSs that are carrying right now. Um, mm. I know it's not a whole lot. There's probably like eight or nine of them, um, mostly on the East Coast. So, you know, I know that there's probably still some streamers and there's, you know, we'll have some boxes at the Collecticon. We'll be giving away right. some, we'll be giving away packs, but we might not also have some boxes for, for people as well. But I, it's really probably it right now. Gotcha. Have you kind of ballparked at all with the second set, like, I guess, what the print run might look like yet? Or is it kind of just too far off to, like, have a definite, like, okay, we're aiming for, you know, 850 boxes or whatever? I feel like um, 1,000 versus the 500 would would be pretty cool. Um, Being that the LGS is, like, just with the, the ones that are adopting the game right now and saying that they want to run tournaments and they have all these people that are interested. I have LGSs that ran through whatever boxes they had gotten originally and it's, you know, they, they want another set. So mm. with the LGSs, I feel like a thousand would be um, pretty reasonable. Feels like a good number. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're doubling your numbers, that's always a good thing too. So yeah, that's yeah. I like <laughs> the goal. Yeah. But that, I mean, that'll, that'll be good to have, you know, with LGSs, you always want to hope or assume that it's going to catch on anyway. So, mm-hmm. especially as you get more players in and, you know, more people coming in to play the game, you're going to need more of those anyway. But um, for for anybody listening out there that wants to get in to play the game, not necessarily to collect, but Tabletop Simulator, mm-hmm. you know, it's one thing we mentioned before, that's a great way to get into it so you don't really feel left out either. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Yeah, never have the FOMO issue. Yeah. 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 No FOMO because you can recreate that card as many times as you want to. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. So I got a question for you about the grading. How? So I saw on your Instagram you had the um, first person to grade a ten gets a free box through AGS, right? Yep. Um. How did the partnership with them work? I guess is it like the whole you know hometown heroes type of thing? Because you guys are um, both based from New York. Yeah, which is like, I didn't even notice that until I actually sent something in. Um, when I sent these in, I was like, okay. like it's sure, I could have just walked these over to you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I mean, I, I like, I'm not really much of a collector. So my perspective might be a little off. But I, my personal perspective, I really like um, just how they operate and mm. i guess it's the you know the whole niche of it being robo grading and stuff um yeah it seems like a, a safe baseline to go to but um yeah i know you know i feel like it just kind of like worked out that way for this promotion specifically i was going to have it open to just any 10 um but yeah at least for this one it's going to be an ags 10 it might do another promotion for another slab and what other grading companies are grading your stuff? Uh, you said how many companies are grading? No, what other what other grading companies oh. are? Um, there's Diamond, there's Revolutions. They they are 
it should be on the homepage of the website. Um, but Diamond, AGS, Revolutions, and there's one more. Yeah, oh, right there, Degree. There you go, Degree. Okay, cool. Nice. I've actually I've actually graded with three of the four. <laughs> oh, awesome. this is the one you have not. I have not. We've had two of the th- four in, on our podcast. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, we it have. is very true. Awesome. Yeah. So has anyone gotten that AGS ten yet? No. Wow. Yeah, I've, oh, I mean, man. not that I've perused a ton, but on <laughs> eBay, I've never come across an AGS ten. Yeah, I mean, these samples got nine fives. And the card quality for this new set is like, I I love it. Like it's great. So um, yeah, I'm curious to see like how difficult that would be with them. Yeah, I mean, I know the concept of their robo grading is really cool. I like the idea that it takes the human error out of things or potential mm-hmm. human error. Um, so I've, I've definitely liked that. I have two of their slabs that I got off eBay. Um, and they look really, you know, sleek. I like their slabs. I'm just, you know, I, I haven't seen many tens and I, I don't I would think it kind of makes sense. I mean, you know, how many cards are essentially perfect, you know what I mean? But it's like I don't know, you know. Yeah, I agreed with them too. I thought I had an AGS ten, but I just realized that they're the two I thought they were are both nine point fives, not ten. So I'm yeah. stuck in that limbo too. Yeah. I've got a few tens, but yeah, they are hard AG- to get tens. From AGS? Hmm? Oh, well. I know he was in the first order, so I don't know. You know, it could be skewed. I don't know. I know the 9.5s <laughs> and the 10s I got. Like, the 9.5 gets you the gold label. Yeah. Uh-huh. Along with the 10. So. It would have been nice if they did, you know, something a little bit different for the 10s, but. Yeah. The 10 is good enough, yeah. I guess. Gen mid eleven, <laughs> take it to eleven. It's real. Mint. I think there is. I think there is a grading card company that does an eleven to make it like the perfect card. Oh, well, kind of like bad. how Beckett does the black label where it's all tens, like the perfect. That's, ten. that's silly level. though. Like, what level? Of I think Degree does. I think Degree has like a very different. You know what? Scale. That might be that might be the one I, that has the eleven. I think they have an eleven. Yeah. Now that you say that, it sounds it sounds kind of right. I've never gotten an eleven. It just comes right out of the printer, right into the slab. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, nobody touches it. No air, nothing. It's perfectly created in a static lab. We've got your site pulled up here. Is there anything uh, you want to show off on the site? We, you know, showed the a lot of what's on your Instagram and everything. But is there any like? different information people might want to check out the site for. Um, I see um, you've got a marketplace here, the mm-hmm. how to play. Yeah. Yeah. You probably the most, um, value you can get from the site would be the how to play. Um, anything that's on the marketplace is, you know, there's still some leftover sample stuff there. So anything that's left is going to go to collect and, um, likely not placed back on the site. So we'll see what, you know, the marketplace has in the future. Maybe, you know, just, um, Buy it up it. now, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this this is the the detailed how to play. Um, this is very detailed. Yeah, I like that you have the uh, I guess this here. So that yeah jumps you through if you want to you know if you get lost and you're like okay I can refer back to the top and it jumps you through. Um, 
and then you've got, I guess this is a YouTube link here for the quick start. Yep. It's, it's my best attempt at a, a how to play video. Um, yeah. <laughs> might be something that I commission someone else to do in the future, but um, it's Ren? just a quick five minute video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then here's just a look at the marketplace. If you are interested, you maybe want to help him uh, not have to carry so much to Florida um, for the Orlando <laughs> Collecticon. Um, a lot of cool stuff, Dino, a lot of promos and stuff. Yep. Yep. Um, right. So definitely consider checking that. You got a kitty promo there. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot to consider. <laughs> I really, I really like a lot of these artworks you've got here. Yeah. This is. Um, this oh, those all to... signed too. Yeah, they're like digitally signed. Uh, these were happen to be the cards that I had made. Um, the art I had redone. Um, I, all means I don't consider myself an artist, but when I was creating the game in the very, very beginning, these were some of the images that I had. And, and so when, with the samples, these were, this was the art and now the art's been updated. Nice. Um, mm -hmm. Out of curiosity, how many artists are you up to now for the, for the card game? There's a, like a solid five or six. I started to, I mean, I, there'll be artists that, you know, I, I like their work. They reach out to me or I reach out to them and I'm like, Hey, do you want to do a piece? And mm. um, so there's like a few of those here and there, but core artists nice. is like five or six. And um, the one Sam, he's done, he's put so much work. Like he's, it's wild how like he'll just do a whole piece in a day. Um, and his, you know, I'll, I'll give him something very abstract and he's like oh yeah got it cool and then he just bangs it out like shout out to sam nice yeah yeah for real <laughs> well that's pretty cool because i have an artist who i have to give like 60 different billion instructions every last little detail <laughs> yeah. to make sure that they actually get it right and then, and then who they never is. get it right so that's pretty awesome that you have somebody that can, can do it but uh, that's that's it's as a creator, like it's kind of hard. Like I want you have a vision, and you have to like if you mm -hmm. can find somebody you can meld with that vision, it's cool. Yeah, I don't want it to be like getting a haircut where they're like, "How's that?" And I'm like, "It's good." And then later on, I'm like, oh. <laughs> "Yeah." When, when you get home, you when you get home, you're like super disappointed. You're like, yeah. "Damn, that's not what <laughs> I was." You can't looking tell for. the one with the sharp scissors, sharp scissors that they, they can't do that. You're like, "Oh, you did it wrong." <laughs> yeah. You know, I, that's why I do my own hair. My, yeah, my my haircuts never come out the way I want them. Yeah, that's when I go I just to the barber out. shop, I'm just like, yeah. this is I what I'm looking for. And ago. then they're like, oh, yeah, no worries. I could do that. And then I'm like, yeah, that's not what it was. But yeah. That's why I just buzz my head with the clipper. Yeah, yeah that's all I do. I do that now, too. 30 years. At least, at least if I'm going to be disappointed, it's going to be with myself, you know? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Like, well, I'm not a real barber, so I'm not yep. that disappointed, you know? I mean, like, right. <laughs> you know, I'm yeah. doing it off like a mirror and a mirror, and, you know, I'm like kind of wedged between two different mirrors so I can get the back, and, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you use mirrors? I just kind of use it as a feel thing. Well, you're no, bald, patch, so he's got random just, cuts of hair. Just yeah, you out. literally <laughs> just you literally just have to shave all of it. I I have actual hair. So I actually I did to... go to school when I was in I think eleventh grade with like a random tuft of hair. Like one day I w I came in, it was like the day after cutting it, and this kid goes, "Hey, buddy, you cut your hair yesterday?" And I was like, "Yeah, obviously it's super short in comparison." And he was like, 
yeah, I can tell you got this right here and like grab it. And I was like, bro, <laughs> why are you touching it? They're like, hurry, so, grab the scissors. <laughs> yeah, I almost, but yeah. Yeah, good times. That's where Allie comes in hand now. I get everything but the like little back neck hairs and stuff. And I'm just like, all right, straighten me out. And then she's always like, I'm going to mess it up. And I'm like, I will literally just shave it all off. Like straight, <laughs> you know, bone bare. I don't care. And then she's like, oh, I don't want to do that. And I'm like, all right, well, be careful, I guess. What if she tells you to just grow out a mullet one day and you're gonna you just gonna... Oh she would never do that. She would never absolutely the back never. And... No right. She would never. Not to be yeah. fair though, to be fair, when she met me, I was like in this weird phase of growing out my hair and it was just straight up like afro and like she was very I don't I don't know why she was interested, but she was. She's seen me at my worst. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> you Somehow. got the mullet and then the milk mustache, oh, you gotta bring those but you know. Oh god! I, Dang, suit on just I, with the zingers if today. If I could actually grow out, like try to commit to the mullet, I'm pretty sure it would come in like Danny McBride when he was in Eastbound and Down, because it would be all curly in the back. And I'm just really not sure. I've always hated the curly aspect to my hair, and that would be a hard commit. But maybe I'll have to bring it, it out. Be, it's hard to very... walk around a professional workplace like that, though. Yeah, to be taken seriously. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't really care if they take me serious. It's just hard to actually walk around like that. But yes, yeah. you did it with the milk mustache for three weeks. I mean, true, true. That's a Worst. little different, though. Uh, that's a little different. I feel like they're kind of just like, all right, this guy can't really grow facial hair, you know, like given the benefit of the doubt, he's trying. But if I came in there with this weird mullet thing, they'd probably be like, all right, look, can't really do that here. I'm going to have to ask you to leave. But, Lord. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I'll start wearing a ball cap during all that. Tuck it all up. I don't know. <laughs> Good Lord. So I have a, I have a question for you about um, the set that came out, right? So Chaos of Ascension, um, that one doesn't have like a first edition stamp, you said, right? So like, does it have a specific type of stamp? <clears throat> Yeah, so it it just has like the Legion's logo on it. Um, okay, so Got just it. that little eyeball there. Um, so this would be on the decks, and it's also just you know reiterate. It's on the cards and everything too. Yeah, 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 and on the cards. So <clears> if there was a, a first edition, then that right there would just be replaced with the the first edition stamp. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, to opening up some of that. Yeah, I gotta find yeah. the boxes that fit the boxes to be able to send the boxes to you guys. <laughs> you gotta get with Ricky. He has other stuff to send me, so you can... No, you guys have to work that out on your own. I'm not a mailman. Okay. Eh, I don't know. I don't deliver the mail. I'm not your I'm not your I mean... mail agent that you have over there where you live. Every time I send you a package, it's like, and it's with the mail agent now to be delivered. I'm just like, this guy. Yeah. Agent. I live just an FYI, if anybody is interested in getting some of the Legion Legions of Will cards, uh, check the website first, because I actually looked at eBay real quick, and there are some stuff on eBay. Um, but they're better priced on your website than they are on eBay. <laughs> so, like, if anybody's looking for it, you know I mean? Like, Check the website first, you know, get get the money straight to, to Anthony. Support to the creator over the third Yeah, party. Support, the, support the creator. You know, <laughs> I mean, nothing wrong with with supporting the, you know, uh, you know the, sellers. the sellers and stuff like that. But, you know, it, it, if it goes straight to the creator, it's better. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, there's definitely some stuff on there that I uh, that I saw that I was like, 
whoa, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know how yeah. the, ju- they're judging the pricing, but... <laughs> They did. The I guess it's just probably just first. rarity, and just they'll put something up on a, for a certain price, and if it sells great, if it doesn't sell, yeah. they'll probably drop the price a little bit. But yeah, like um, you know, it, it can get pretty crazy with with the the prices on eBay and like just people putting stuff up and just thinking, okay, well, this is you know, this is really popular, so it's going to make a ton of money. Um, this yeah. has got a fake dragon. I should charge ten thousand dollars for it. <laughs> Yeah. So, but yeah, definitely check out check out the website first because uh, there's some cool stuff on there. So, yeah, I think they still have a deck on there too. I think I saw one. Yeah, I might have to grab me. I might have to grab me uh, the uh, tired animator uh, set. I, think <laughs> I was looking cool. at that too. <laughs> <laughs> you see, this is this is what happens. We we start checking stuff out. We, we all start getting into it. And as we're getting into it, our viewers are watching. And then they're like, oh, man, all right, let me check this out. And then next thing you know, <laughs> we're getting DMs about how people's significant others are mad at them for purchases they made. Gonzo. <laughs> so, yeah, oh, my happened. gosh. I, you know, I never thought I would get in trouble for something like that. But <laughs> we are. Look, we're, we're well, all I have no people. significant others, so I don't get in trouble for nothing. I mean, I get in trouble for stuff, but I didn't realize I was going to cause trouble with other significant others, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a bad influence, they say. One bad apple. And, uh, but we're like a group of bad apples here, so. <laughs> we are. We're a bunch. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so out of curiosity, you already put on there the, I guess, the couple holiday things. You're doing the um, Easter, and you said Halloween. Is that something you would consider doing, like, more of slash continuously doing throughout the years i want to spread it out like Mm -hmm. i didn't do a valentine's day promo or anything um i'm not gonna do a mother's day promo i'm not gonna do you know like leap year promo like i i'm not i don't want to like again going back to you know uh, wallet fatigue and stuff with um, right things so um i'll just if i have an idea for it i'll make it work and just especially if it's like, you know, okay, this is right in the middle of two sets. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't want to like overwhelm people and just like, you know, it's not really a cash grab. It's just like if I have an idea and like for the Easter one, uh, I have this idea for um, a card that's going to be a lot of fun in the game and, and visually appealing. Mm. So with the it being the same artist as the Lilith um, yeah. artist. So um that's this is what i wanted to get out there and yeah there's such and, thing as promo fatigue i mean uh, i'm happy to hear you're not going to do some random random silly skateboard or a rug or uh, <laughs> a, some chat there's, there's still time to jump set. on those listen you know, listen dude. i like the skateboard thing okay i think they're cool if you want to do skateboards you know you're going to sell one at least here so but it should there. be first and foremost about the game, and that's what's awesome. Is this is you, yes. you seem to be doing everything that's about supporting the actual gameplay, making the game fun, making a promo worth something versus you know within the game versus worth somebody you know making a couple bucks to sell that to somebody who wants to play it in the game. Right. You know, it's 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 there are a lot of those going out there. A lot of companies that are considered big companies that are uh, all cash grab, and it's like, come on. Just, just sell me a, the, the card so I can play the game. Because you know, I don't mind promos for sure. 
But one thing I don't like is like you know Sudon mentioned the the uh, promo fatigue because that's something that you see in like MetaZoo, for example. They're mm-hmm. just like, we had a thought, make it a promo. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, oh man, it, it's a Tuesday, make it a promo. And you're kind of like Sheridan oh. accounting quit smoking. Let's make a promo. <laughs> right. You know? you know what I mean? Like I like. I like even, you know, with like Nostalgics, they do the monthly or just called a monthly promo because, you know, it's their secret shards. Mm-hmm. I like that because, you know, there's probably some where you're like, hey, I don't necessarily care about the cards in that one. I'm not going to get that one, like whatever. But and all even your if you cards want the to, shards are playable. That's the thing all, is they're playable. All the cards in, in the shards are just alternate arts for cards that are already exist in the game. So... That's why it's like for players, it doesn't hurt them if they miss out on it, but it gives the collectors right. know, kind of something else but to chase if it's they like, want it. It's not even a, you know, like a, oh man, they're doing so many of these. It's like a once a month thing. And, you know, you're kind of like, okay, like I don't want this one sure. Or I really, because I like, I like um, holiday based ones. So like, like Halloween, you know, Christmas, you can usually do really cool designs with Christmas and stuff. Yeah. I do think, like you said, you know, obviously, I mean, Valentine's Day you could probably get away with because that's, you know, a pretty big one that people like to celebrate and stuff. And you could go either way with it. You know what I mean? You could do like, like a heartbroken one or angry one or, you know, super lovey one. I mean, I guess you or could both. do one. But, yeah, I mean, true. <laughs> but like, you know, like Mother's Day, Father's Day, like that's probably getting, you know, too nitty gritty. Like, hey, it's, you know, like. I this, want a Sudan's birthday promo. <laughs> <laughs> birthday? I thought it's birth anniversary. I don't. I don't Ooh. even celebrate those. So that's why it's all fake. So speaking of um, speaking of promo, I actually um, had a question about the Vengeance Champions deck that you have mm-hmm. on the site. I know that it says that there was a, it's a limited uh, one out of fifty, mm-hmm. and um, it does come with a really cool looking foil promo, which is one out of fifty four. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, the 40 cards that are in there, well, I guess 43 cards, right? Out of the 43 cards, are they? Uh, do you have any foils within the actual championship deck, or are they just all regular cards? Yeah, those are all regular cards. And so this was around the time that we had the Wave 2 samples. And mm-hmm. so we were doing some tournaments in the beginning, and one of the prizes was that you got to create a card. And um, so this was the card that was created, and the, this is the deck that won the tournament. And that's the signature of, you know, um, Nosim, who happened to be also the artist um, who did that. But um, it's it's his deck list from the tournament. So it's the sample set artwork. It says sample on it, on everything. And it's just, you know, a little product to get out there early on. Oh, very cool. So, like, the cards are actually stamped sample on. Or, well, not stamped, but they've got... The, the sample at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. See, Zen's a nice. fan of those. I think it's more recent. He's like the serialized cards, one of so many. I think he, he kind of got that bug when he was opening up Star Wars. And I think. Look, those are. Well, I, I started I started collecting like the sample cards for. Those the white um, shorts. Super Dragon Ball Heroes. Mm. And like. But theirs are different because they've got. I actually got one right here, but like they've got the. You know, like big sample stamp oh, on I it. Love that card. Oh, wow. you know, and um, it's literally like just it's got like a different back than the regular oh, cards, okay. but it's a it's it's a sample card that they use to then sell that set or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. So like it's the same art, it's the same exact card, but it's got that big old sample stamp on it. So I I just absolutely love it because they're 
harder to get than your, you know, the regular one. Right? Yeah. So. Yeah, definitely. I know Ren collects some of the samples from different TCGs as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a couple really samples, but I, I don't know what. I still have my samples are. from uh, the packs you sent us, and I think mm-hmm. I'm. I think I got like one of the bigger hits too, wasn't it? it was, um, Seems like you always get the bigger hits yeah, every time we do that. So yeah. it's always fun for us. But I'm not the one that divvies them up, so that's your fault. I'm, I just randomly do it, man. <laughs> I'm not over here trying to weigh the packs. Look, I'm not complaining. Well, Grumpy, I'll that's tell you what. Can thing. you can you weigh the can you weigh these that uh, the boxes? You know, that we've got? Yeah, give <laughs> give Ren the these. give Ren the lightest one. He deserves. You know what? A... I'll just I'll figure out how to do a reseal. I'll pop all his open and just take stuff out. <laughs> reseal. Just change change out all the all the you know rare. He opens it and it's just GI for... Joe packs. Yeah, <laughs> that would be, be a dirty. He'd open the my. He'd open those. He probably would too. Be like, you know I what? Like, I, I, would. I would open it's them just, up with my son too, and he would think that would be the greatest thing in the world. I you would, could send the cards to me. J. Joe packs. My to my room. Actually, I saw some on eBay uh, not too long ago, and I was like, "Ah, oh, man, freaking Logan Paul really screwed this up." Because <laughs> you know, I guarantee you, they went up in price after that. You know, oh, for sure. He probably put so. his boxes right on eBay. It's just like, yeah, right, man, I might as well sell just these cards out there. I'm like, golly, <laughs> we have tangents. Yeah. We 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 go <laughs> frequently, <laughs> frequently. Our ADHD, very um, frequently. <laughs> well, I don't think I have any more questions. I don't know about you guys. I'm really looking forward to the next set. Um, I would have loved to get my hands on, uh, like, you know, be able to buy a, a few booster boxes of, of this. So I'm actually glad that you were able to send some stuff our way. Cause you know, yeah. we're going to be able to get to open that up and, um, do some cool content on the channel for, you know, for the TCG. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Those of you interested, hold of that. I think we're going to be doing some sort of giveaway out of our boxes. So, uh, that's we true. haven't fully discussed the details, but I think we're all going to do something. Um, so yeah. stay tuned for when we put out the video, um, going with that, might have a chance to win some packs or some cards, something like that. Um, so make sure you're ready. Make sure you're tuning in. Uh, might be videos. Might be yeah. Videos. I mean, thinking we might spread it out to kind of just spread out the, yeah. the chances, but yep. you never know. We, we might surprise attack you. I don't know. <laughs> might be a live on Twitch. Ninja. Could be a, could be a 24 hour live stream. It could be a. Five different videos. Who knows? We'll see. Maybe if we get we'll enough likes cycles. on this video, if we get enough <laughs> likes on this video, it'll be suit on dancing for twelve straight hours, just <laughs> opening packs, just straight dancing back and forth. Yeah, the the light that that or get, that or sleeping. If we get twelve. We might fall asleep all these dancing. Gonna do. <laughs> yeah, we might fall asleep all these dancing. He's got that. Uh, what is it? He's got the sleep apnea or whatever. He, I don't have narcolepsy. I'm not going to just like randomly. <laughs> I don't know. In our minds, that's exactly how it's going to work. Yeah, it's, it seems like that. Yeah. Um, nah. Well, Anthony, I don't know if there's anything you wanted us to show from either the sites or anything. Uh, if there's any like last tidbits you wanted to touch on before we move on to pickups of the week, I hope I hope you have something. It might have to be the kitty. I don't know. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was looking. I didn't really have anything uh, recently. I kind of took a break from buying some new stuff, but um, too. 
if you just got things you want to show off, Legion, yeah, you we can even show off those uh, those AGS cards and maybe oh, yeah, show off the cat one more time. You know, yeah. <laughs> any exclusive like not reveals that I know. I know Grumpy likes to pull that out of some of our creators we bring up on here. Do you have anything exclusive <laughs> you want to show off? I do that. I do that to Zaba all the time too, and he's just like, um, <laughs> I should have been prepared well, for this, but no. <laughs> there is there is an artwork we could show potentially, but I'll leave that up to Anthony to decide. I've got it pulled up right now. I totally show it. Ooh, oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. I mean All right. So yeah. only downfall, I don't have it on the computer. It'll have to be via my phone here. But yeah. we've got uh hold on. What are we what are we looking here? Uh so this is one of the arts from the second set. So it has this Atlantis sort of theme to it. And so there's a lot of like wild looking deep sea creatures uh, on the darker side, some merfolk, some mermaid, merman, whatever. Um, and yeah, there's also going to be some, uh, the sub themes would be giants and a lot of uh, interesting like hidden species. As a fan of Aquaman. That is exciting because you know <laughs> there's a lot about the, the ocean deep that we don't know. Oh yeah, and, and what's cool about it is like there's a lot of like the Cthulhu esque type style like mythology that you could probably bring into it too. I was gonna say this earlier when you were looking at the the Atlantis and the Halloween kind of fall in the same area, right? The same time frame on your little on your schedule there. I'm like, ooh, mm. what if we get a Halloween esque Atlantis? There's be some scary ass. Uh, promos you could do there. Yeah, because I mean, the last was it was the lassophobia, the fear of the sea, or something like that. There's, is that what that is? Like, that's that's a big fear. <laughs> never heard of that word. <laughs> you never heard of that? It's like when you're in the big body of water, you're not sure what's under you and could come well, after you. I have those thoughts, but I try to block them out when I walk into the ocean. <laughs> but if I was out, like if I was Wait, out, where I can't walk see out land, into the ocean. Go to the beach. You ever never been to a beach? Uh, ours are frozen over like nine months out of the year, so no. I'm in Denver. There's no such thing as ocean here. Also true. You can walk out into I've the got river. A lot of, I've got a lot of ocean around me. Yeah, Zen yeah. knows what I'm talking about. And, but I hate the ocean, so. Because you're There's afraid that. of it or why? I just don't like I don't I get I get seasick. In the, the ocean? Like like in, I get like, seasick when I go in the in the ocean. Yes, the waves, the waves God. make me sick. God, the ocean of the ocean, man. So if you're in a pool and someone like if we if we no. like hung out, we got into a pool. Pool is okay. Like, like bouncing the no, water around, and you're not, like, no, oh, you're gonna be like, no. oh, I'm getting seasick. <laughs> no, that's no, that's stupid. No. <laughs> This oh, is blah. <laughs> yeah, like, we're just like in there with like boogie boards, like splashing the water at him, like creating. We're waves. all just in a big circle around him, <laughs> yeah. trying to make him sick as a dog. <laughs> I don't think that would work. Jesus. Uh, I would like to try, but uh, we won't do that if we one day. One day. Oh, all right. Friends committing. I'm, I mean, it's not like you're going to get me in a yeah. pool, anyways. I I don't. We might. You like never know. Pools. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, I've had two near off? death experiences in pools, so I'm I'm pretty good outside of them. Bing, bing, bing. I almost drowned in the ocean, but go ahead, suit on with the, the little jingle. Yeah, no, nah, let's don't encourage. 
Don't encourage it. Pickups of the week. Pickups of the week. Pickups of the week. All right. All right. You're the first suit on. I have nothing. All right. Yay. Sorry, my bad man. Unemployed. You want to go around? Yeah, I got I got a few things. Oh, so, a few things. This guy, big ball in this. Oh, he's this our thing. new. He's our new Zen. Well, oh. I, I showed the guys off a little bit earlier uh, before we started recording, but I picked up a new book. Thank you for showing me off. Magic. Yeah, I, I, I need to be shown off to the world. I'm beautiful. Verse. <laughs> so I, I picked that up. I'm trying my hardest to ignore them right now. Um, <laughs> I got. We also got in the uh, newest limited release from Nostalgics, the Zodiacs of Wrong. I already did a video on them, though, so if you want to see that, check it out. And uh, Ren's I got, he was talking about um, degree grading, and I was like, I actually just got in my degree cards. I submitted, you know. You didn't even tell us you submitted these cards. I submitted them so long ago, I'd forgotten about them. <laughs> and then they they all came back. So nothing, like, outstanding there. There was only the 110, which was the Gamatron, but, you know, they're, they're pretty cool. And... The so final thing, the final thing I can't actually show you because it was a live purchase made during this podcast. I God. picked up the tired animator pack, art pack, and the Vengeance Champion deck. So there you go. I'm looking forward there to getting go. the uh, the deck and learning to play. <laughs> awesome. See, see how the influence works? <laughs> he literally bought the two items that I was going to get. Well, that's why be funny if it sold out. Rip like as he as Zen's even, watching listen, it, just I like, had them yeah. in my cart and purchased them before you even said anything, Mister Zen. Lies, as soon as, lies. As soon as he pulled them you up on there, and I saw the me. art packs. I was like, "Ooh!" And that's when I went and typed it in real quick. I'm like, "I'm gonna pull lies." I'm like, <laughs> "Lies!" I'm take you that. are so full of it. You're a you, you content thief. Oh, uh-huh. I don't think You're, anybody was hurt, so it's it's more of just a bad. I'm gonna be I'm gonna laugh though if you go to buy it later on and there's like none of them left and I took the last ones though. Certainly, yes, you know, if on. there's none left, then I got hurt. So then, <laughs> yeah. then it's lies. Um, okay, I guess I life somebody gets hurt in a weird circle here. Um, so I also got the Zodiac of Wrong uh, Nostalgics pack. Um, Pretty excited. I opened mine. I did not make a video out of it because I'm not, you know, like Ren. I don't jump on everything. I just kind of open in peace. Actually, that's not true. I did make a video for Instagram, but yeah, what a liar. But <laughs> I did get a mysterious package in the mail. Four boxes of Chaos Ascension. Ooh, Look at this. Nice. Look at these packs. As that we were talking about beautiful how beautiful box. the boxes are. Look. Three. Is it going to focus enough? Oh my gosh. You can cut. Yeah, there you go. 329 of 500. Um, wow. I've got the other boxes right here. Um, I got worried. They were delivered when it was raining, and the dude just like kind of tucked it up in this like nook under the garage. And I was like, buddy, you're lucky. There's some <laughs> old guy. I was like, got 301. He tried. I mean, he did. He did. And luckily, they, the he box was wasn't even those. wet. So. But he could have totally slapped it in a you know plastic wrap or something. See, like, now that we would have been fighting. All their value, he's fingering all the boxes. 
No comment. Good lord. I'll let you guys choose which boxes you want. Not right now, but that is going to be the boxes. Or one that you didn't touch. I touched all of them, bud. There's only Um, four boxes. (laughs) So we'll do do our videos off that. And, uh, you know, I got to get these sent out, though. Um, I think we should do it live on Twitch. Monday. But yeah, Uh, you got anything for us? I have one thing, but it's not a collectibles thing, but I did get one of those. Oh, cardboard. You got a box with an apple on it. Yay. I did. I did. I got the supporting Skynet. Is it a Granny Smith? That's right. I got the Mac mini M2 pro. So, yep. Gonna Big be uh, using that to make some content, hopefully, and yeah, that's awesome. All right, one more time, Anthony, show us your uh, slabs if you can. Yeah. If you want to show off the kitty too, you know, we appreciate yeah. cat or whatever else you got. <laughs> um, yeah, angel of protection from AGS. So this is the white nice. art, and that is the um, play testing edition because the. You should have gotten her to sign it and then made them do like the autograph uh, validation too. Yeah. <laughs> and then Ike and I, he's like the main character in the lore, the main protagonist. So that's what nice. that's a cool card. And then the Army of 100 promo for the first 100 Discord members. Wow, that's nice. really cool. I like that. Their slabs, honestly, their slabs are sleek. I, I like theirs. I uh, unfortunately the only slabs I have of theirs are MetaZoo cards. So, but if if I'm gonna show something, I'll show one thing that I found when I was doing something. But I can't show you the box it comes in because it's not legal across the country. But uh, I have my. <laughs> you still have that? I have this. It's covered in cat. It's got hair. hair. <laughs> oh, my <God. laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh I was cleaning God. out some stuff, and I'm like, oh, yeah. I was hoping it was something else, it and it turned bag. out to be an Oreo. Good <laughs> Lord. I mean, that's, that's awful. I, For any of anyone in our audience, you've probably figured it out by now, but that's that's not unlike Sudan at all. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm, it's been in a box. I'm surprised like, it's still in one piece, to be honest. No, it's in a box. <laughs> but... Uh, it's been sitting in a case protected in the back. I don't think out of my... I think I opened two packs of those, and I never got the Mew. Sad about it. I, I did. I, I got the like, like, little mini packs. I never actually got I never found them. The yeah, so. the two packs or whatever, two or four packs. Yeah, the little two packs that were... They, they had them for a yeah. while there. That, that's the, the family or the kids' snack pack ones I know, yeah. that you guys sent me. From the, for Christmas last year. That's the only way I was Oh, able yeah, to yeah, yeah. There's like four or five of them or whatever. Yeah. In a pack or whatever. I know when they did the uh, the cereal promo packs, um, I got judged hard on TikTok because I bought five boxes of CT Crunch and somebody commented, who needs five boxes of CT Crunch? And I was like, you've never seen me eat a bowl of cereal, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I literally will eat half a box. Like, that's that's a bowl for me. Yeah, CT Crunch is the best. I, mean, I showed this off a couple fun. weeks ago. This is that. Not much left of it left. I've gotten through a ton of that. 
<laughs> what is that? Uh, Cocoa Puffs? They're the Golden Puffs, like gold. Uh, you know, they're but they're the, the Smacks or whatever. Yeah, yeah oh, Golden Smacks. smacks. Uh, ah, okay. Those can't get yeah. enough of my I've Golden been, Smacks. I haven't had those in forever. I can't find them at my grocery store anymore. One day they just disappeared. They don't make them anymore. This is the only way you can get them is in the the Malto Meal Big version. The it's oh, the same thing. They're just puff. Mm-hmm. There's no difference, man. You know what it used to be so good as a kid, but I haven't had it in so long is the honeycombs. Mm. Oh yeah. My I used to love combs. those. Did you ever had had those. a rice crispy treat cereal? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The best. Absolutely the best. Like just a regular rice crispy like oh rice crispy treat or rice crispy? Rice crispy treat cereal. I've yeah, I got heard both, of yeah. the treat one. I only had the yeah. nasty crispy one. <laughs> nasty crispy one? Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, it's just a soggy bowl. My God, Sam has been offended. Most it's delicious from you. Golly, I hated that as a kid, and they always got the biggest box, and I'm just like, why? Oh, just the what blue are you box? doing? Yeah, you know what your problem is like, you you didn't like, put enough sugar in it. Is your problem? That defeats the purpose, man. You're supposed to get sugary cereal. Back in my day, we used to take packages of saltine crackers, crumble them up into a bowl, put a little bit of sugar on there, and that's cereal with some milk. <laughs> I still do Where? that. Why? <laughs> Never heard of that. What? Salty, sweet, God savory. I like... Somebody back in, you said back in my like, day, we. I don't like where this we? conversation's is going. This like, is this like something your family does or something? This is like what my dad used to feed us, and my oh, mom okay. used to ream him hardcore about that. And I every time I bring it up, so. it's just God. like, I don't know. It, it was. It's good. It's nostalgic. It's better than chip beef. Like. Eh, chip beef gravy with uh, with biscuits in the in, for breakfast is awesome. You never put salty, anything on salty biscuits. Crackers, biscuits though, are supposed so salty. to be plain. What? Biscuits are supposed to be plain. You do not mm-hmm. put anything on biscuits ever. That is sacrilege. I, I, I feel like you have the worst childhood. Out of that. <laughs> no, yeah, well, all my family honey? they always put honey and butter on it. It's like, oh, why are you? Yeah, really honey's that? delicious on a biscuit. I, yeah, the only thing I've gotten from this whole conversation is that Sudan lived a terrible childhood. Yeah, Sudan was. That's why he's such a <laughs> I gatekeeper. Had a pretty right. That's why he's it such was... a gatekeeper. <laughs> yeah. no you gatekeeper. can't do I tell that. People do what they want. No, I mean the hot dogs in the spaghetti that was terrible. Chip beef was terrible. Hot dog spaghetti. Instead of like you know spaghetti with hot that, dogs, that's a thing. Me. That is a thing. I mean, I've, yeah. I've heard of it, but I've never like. It's called SpaghettiOs, just without the Eddios. Yeah, and I was not eating those. <laughs> I was, I was just having regular so like bad. cheap beef in there. Good lord! Well, yeah. sir, thank you for being here with us and going off in tangents with us and putting up with Grumpy's antics. So yeah, all the shenanigans. <laughs> hey, I mean, we we, we greatly appreciate having you on too. I mean, it's always fun to have. Yeah. Um, you know, people on to talk about games and stuff, and Legion of Will is definitely one of those ones that we all like and enjoy. So, thank you for these two. Coming these on. two will actually hopefully get a chance to meet you and the team in person. Yeah, down in Orlando. Um, yeah, so that'd be cool. Be awesome. Um, and yep. we'll have to do another episode. We'll have to schedule it whenever, like, closer to when the other set is like printed and out and everything. Kind of have you on to talk about it. Maybe do an updated. You know where the roadmap is. You're going, welcome anytime, man. 
anytime. Yeah, you just oh, be yeah. a member of the podcast. To us you <laughs> yeah. If you ever want to do a teach teach to play type of simulation on TTS, you know, Sudan is available. He wants to learn to play. <laughs> Maybe get him yeah, off. You do walk him by. Walk him I have to get TTS. I don't have my TTS. guy. What I mean, how, what do you I want don't us have to do? Unemployed. Oh lord, got you there. Got you there. I don't live on the government. <laughs> the government. I don't get handouts from everyone. I don't complain. No. No. Well, no, as, as your hat says too. Don't <laughs> <laughs> kidding. Yeah, well, we, we again, really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, we we had a good blast. time. Hopefully, you had a good time as well. Absolutely, we're uh, we're excited to see where Legions of Will goes. Um, you know, we we know that it's it's going to be a big success, and you know, it's going to take off. Games like these are always so much fun. So excited to yeah. see what the future holds for it. If you're ready to check it out at all in any you know shape or form, all of the links will be down below in the description. So check it out. Um, you know, let them know we sent you if you're new from the podcast to them. Um, if you're not and you're the opposite, you know, let us know that you're from from Legions of Will here. We'd love to know who who stopped by. Uh, offer your thoughts and opinions in the comments. Yeah. Yeah. All right. One last question for you, sir. Yeah. What's the cat's name? Uh, Tommy. <laughs> Tommy. I just yeah. saw Picky's head up there for a second there. I was just like, <laughs> you know, uh, we got to give a little question. bit of like, Yes. Yeah. Nice. Look at those scratches. Does it like to make biscuits too? Yeah, he's doing that right now. He's clawing the crap out of my life. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I wait till they're asleep and I clip all their claws so they're less fighty. Hmm. How does that not make them? You know. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Worry for another time. (laughs) Meowth will straight up hand his paw to me. Bailey, she doesn't fight. It's Felicia. She's the one that's the fighter. So. She 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 draw blood. Well, like so. you say, like you say to me for my kids all the time, you know, Benadryl exists. So <laughs> there's not Benadryl for kids. Dramamine. A little bit of rum in their, uh, in their, in their <laughs> water. Yeah, kids Ben kids kids Benadryl will work. <laughs> I don't know if there's not, a cat's Benadryl. <laughs> this is not sound <laughs> doctor's advice. Do not listen to us. <laughs> um, we are not experts. <laughs> Rockstar, if you want to sponsor us. No, we're no children star. were hurt in the. We're not vets or doctors, so yeah, yeah, we're, <laughs> we're just addicted to cardboard. Yeah, shiny cardboard, literally shiny cardboard. Golden smacks. Well, thank you everybody for tuning in, listening. Uh, we hope you guys all had a great time as well. This has been, um, a, again, another great adventure with another TCG. So make sure whatever platform you are watching or listening to us on. Make sure you drop us a, a like and a comment, subscribe, and uh, hope he's got some ASMR for us. I don't want so, that one. The outro. Oh yeah, I'm sending it to you straight to you. <laughs> he's gonna write your name on it. He's gonna sign it for you. <laughs> All right, yeah. see you guys later. Crunchwrap Supreme. <laughs> <laughs>